Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's show time! Your attention, please. One show for you to see. One for you and everyone. Oh, look at all the people. Pay attention, it's show time. I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Aloha. Come to the Tiki Room. Get your expialidocious tickets right here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk. There's no podcast episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk that's any newer than this one right now than the one you're listening to. So enjoy it. We're going to take a three-second moment of silence just so you can really appreciate my voice and the show. (laughs) (laughs) This is the latest one, so we're going to ready. We're going to take a break here. Everybody breathe in. Out. Yeah, three seconds. Longer than that. So, hey, watch your mouth. Oh, me! <laughs> I didn't say anything. So, what's going on, everybody? This is, like, we recorded this before. Wait, we recorded this episode. Keith is not on. Because Keith still has a migraine for however many weeks it's been wow. since he lost last night. It's a two-week migraine. Yeah. <laughs> so, is it called marriage? Oh. No, I think it's called recording with us. Oh, yeah, true. Well, if anybody's having marital problems, it's Jesse, because his, his wife left them. Went to a whole nother country. <laughs> That's right. You know, She didn't even go to the out of state. She went out of the country. Exactly. So. She's not coming back. Yeah, she she That's it. She met, she met a, a, an island boy. Uh-huh. She can make an island babies pretty soon. <laughs> well, I guess that, that means I get to retire faster. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not as not as much, uh, you know, not as much outcome going out, you know, the oh, door. I think the baggage. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> so um, nothing really new, I guess we could say. Really, I don't. I don't have much uh, to bring to the table for this episode in the beginning does anybody else have anything to bring you should like predict the future and just i was like, gonna say uh, that i'm like i really can't predict the future i was gonna say that let's like, try yeah. to predict the future let's uh, here's the question okay. uh do um, disney park tickets go up in october um is the sky blue right now it's dark so yeah. i don't know that's a major yes it's gotta it's gonna happen in october i think that's soon I think in, in the new year. I don't think this year. Do we think annual passes will come back anytime soon? Mm. I want to say yes, but I'm not very confident with that answer. 
I'm going to say before the anniversary. Would it come back to DVC and Florida mes- residents first, you think? Which would make sense. I think they would have to, to kind of give you a reason for... Well, I mean, Florida residents, I mean, you'll you'll get that because you're, they're going to give you that perk anyway. But uh, if you're paying extra for DVC, then yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they would, you know, try and give you some kind of a perk for the the money you're paying. Yeah. It's one of those things I'm kind of surprised at that DVC, they haven't offered annual passes or any kind of discount on tickets, especially because so many people are going multiple times a year but i actually know a couple members who are uh, just because they don't have annual passes they are not making multiple trips this year so they're going to do one big trip and then save their points for another year yeah i, I don't have an annual pass i'm not making multiple trips this year so yeah it's, it's kind of rough on yeah. me i mean i actually renewed my annual pass before all this just because i wanted to go for the um, anniversary but I'm just surprised they're not allowing DVC because a lot of people may have points that are going to expire and they can't go because they don't have a pass. And why would they want to buy like da- daily passes, uh, daily tickets when they could put that money towards their annual pass? Yeah. Now I have heard. Now you know, take it for what it's worth. And I was an exception to this rule too, um, but I have heard that if you were our DVC. And you let your gold pass lapse. There's still a, another length of window. Now I'm not sure if it's passed or not, but if you have an active reservation mm-hmm. that you can call in, and they will renew the pass, but it will be backdated to when you should have renewed. So, for instance, if you let it lapse three, four months ago, you know you're not gonna you're you're gonna lose those three or four months if you do renew it. So it doesn't. It's not like you get 12 months from now. Um, I had similar situation because my annual pass to, um, we, we DVC, so we got the gold pass. Um, mine was the different start date than my, uh, wife and children. So they, I, I didn't renew mine because I didn't think you could. So I'd let it lapse. And then they, you know, we found out we could have renewed it and then I did theirs. And then I basically called in and begged, but they didn't do it. But I went to the guest service window at Hollywood Studios and they reactivated for me so I got lucky it always comes down to who you talk to because I, I, I heard the same thing if you have an active reservation especially when I I was only supposed to be able to um, reactivate not reactivate uh, renew my uh, my annual pass in May I think it was and since I want to go in October they let me extend it just because I have a center reservation but if you have someone on DVC saying no, we can't do that. I would hang up and call again. Someone get someone different. I think eventually we'll have somebody that'll help you out. Yeah, yeah. My pass is way lapsed, like a year and a half. Yeah, but I think if you have a reservation, I think they'll be like, "Oh, okay, you have a reservation. Okay, we'll do this one-time courtesy kind of thing." Yeah, I guess you would have to weigh the the idea of would it be worth paying that money to renew, you know? Right. And I mean, it's it's a that's a big thing, for, especially for if you think about it. You know, a lot of Florida residents and people that moved down there thinking that they could become annual pass holders, and they're not now, and they're not. There's no prospect. That's that's tough. So. Look what's happened at Disneyland. Disneyland, they just um, they have a reservation thing, like a, a park reservation thing, and they canceled yeah. annual passes, 
Now people have to pay like $200 for a park hopper where they cancel their annual passes. It's kind of unfair. Yeah. And you, you, you need to be a scholar in that system to understand the way they've got it set up now too for those tickets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I read it and then decided to go pour myself a glass of vodka. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that nice little opening that somebody saved, uh, we're going to take a little break here. I'm going to send it over to Steve for the news. Steve, take it away. Steve from Disney Diary here. This is What's News. It's been a busy week, and we've got a lot to catch up on. So, Can we get us out of here? Disney's new Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, a fully immersive hotel-slash-cruise-ship-slash-live-game-playing experience, will launch in 2022. Located outside of Hollywood Studios, this will offer a two-day, two-night stay. You'll get to tour the ship, eat at the Crown of Corellia dining room, create your own adventure by interacting with characters, and even grab a shuttle to the nearby Batu. No word yet on how many credits this is going to cost you. You can see what the cruiser called the Halcyon looks like as a model has been placed over at Walt Disney Presents in Hollywood Studios. Disney has already started putting out a casting call for the crew. No Halloween party this year at Magic Kingdom. Instead, Disney is taking its after-hours formula and applying it to the holiday, creating the Disney After-Hours Boobash. Now, say that five times fast, I dare you to. The event will be held from 9 p.m. to midnight, or 9.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m., depending upon how late Magic Kingdom stays open, and include Halloween-themed cavalcades, character sightings throughout the park, special performances by the Cadaver Dans, special decor, lighting, music, treat stops with plenty of candy, but nothing about fireworks. This will be held on select nights August 10th through October 31st, and will be able to enter as early as 7 p.m. Now remember, this is going to be a separate ticketed event. No word yet on the ticket price or when the tickets can be purchased. Let's go down the list of all the new things coming and leaving Disney World. Beverly Sunset Boutique at Hollywood Studios has reopened. A celebration of Festival of Lion King is now open at Harambe Theater at Animal Kingdom. This is a modified version of the Festival of the Lion King show. There will be six performances a day. Starting May 16th, you will no longer need to have your temperature taken to enter Walt Disney World theme parks. Disney is phasing out this protocol. Masks, though, are still a must. Also starting on May 16th, Chef Mickey's will offer an all-you-care-to-enjoy family-style dinner. This will include no-touch character appearances. Man, they've got to find a better way to say that. And starting May 18th, Cape May Cafe at the Beach Club Resort opens. Uh, However, Minnie's Beach Bash character breakfast and the seafood and more dinner buffet will not return just yet. Tusker House at Animal Kingdom will be coming back this summer. No specific date has been announced. The Wave of the Contemporary Resort will be closed for refurbishment this summer, so it can reopen for the 50th anniversary celebration. Rumors are that it will look like the rooms of the Contemporary. They're going to get the new uh, Incredibles look, but Disney's been mum on this. Finally... Guests have heard audio from Epcot Forever Nighttime Show playing over at Epcot. Now, could it mean that they may bring back the show before the new Harmonious show begins, or are cast members just pumping up the volume while working? Please visit us at DisneyDiary.com for the latest news. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Disney Diary. Now, back to the Tiki 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 Hut. 
We are back from break. Thank you, Steve, for once again bringing us the news. We can't do it without you. We can't do it with you either, but we definitely can't do it without you. So this week on the show, as summer is quickly approaching, and we all get swimsuit ready except for Brian because he doesn't wear swimsuits. Speedo. Only Speedo. We're going to talk about things we recommend to make your Disney experience better in the summer. So with that being said, I know the biggest summer person around here is Matt. Matt loves the summer. So Matt, you can go ahead and start off. Uh, Biggest thing for me for the summer is uh, go ahead and make sure you've got your ponchos handy or that you're back in the room by one, two o'clock in the afternoon because it's going to storm and it's probably going to rain a lot and it's going to rain really heavy and the parks will flood. So either prepare to <laughs> get your, get your uh, wait, arc ready. Yeah. Either um, prepare to, you know, battle the, the rain and the flooded sidewalks or make sure you're somewhere where you can uh, seek shelter and get out of it. Oh man. That reminds me of my Disneyland trip where, um, they don't get a lot of rain there in California. And when it did get rain, every park closed. They, they didn't know how to oh, handle right, it. They had yeah. no drainage, no nothing. And I went, I went to Knott's Berry Farms and Disneyland, and they were like, yeah, we closed the park down. We, we, don't, we don't have any drainage. We don't know how to handle this. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. What's even worse is when you're driving on a California road in the rain. Talk about scary. Mm. It's like mm. driving in the snow here. Mm. So, yes, Matt, that is good advice. Thank you, Matt. Yes, you're welcome. Um, Jesse, the new, so, the new divorcee. I actually love visiting during the summer, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, he's just saying that. He, my birthday's July, so, you know, I, I actually, uh, that's when I've been to, to Walt Disney World the most is in the summer months. Um, I've been June, July. And, uh, you know, it does get hot uh, and, you know, there are, you know, ways to combat that. Obviously, you know, you can just stay in your room, but I wouldn't recommend that because that would be an expensive vacation. Um, But one of the ways that we love to remedy, um, you know, beating the heat is we get up really early. We hit the parks very first thing. We hit it hard the first three hours it's open. So if we're going to Magic Kingdom, we're rope dropping we're there as soon as they let us in. We hit it. We go. We hit a lot of the rides. Then we leave and come back and uh, do a pool pool day for most of the afternoon. Um, and then, you know, shower, refresh, and go back into the parks in the evening. You said pool day. Isn't that a pool afternoon, not a pool day? Pool afternoon, yeah. I guess, I guess you know, and, and, and I would add to that. I would say that it's a little harder based on where you're staying too. So like, I, you know, obviously you really have to think about the time of traveling between the parks. So I get it. Some people are listening thinking, you know, I'm, you know, I'm going to hit the park from sunup to sundown. Um, we usually plan longer trips in the summer, so we don't feel like we have to be from open to close. So, but yeah, pool afternoon. Yeah. I'm, I'm in the same boat. It's anytime it's, it gets into the mid 80s and, and 90s. I've got to have a pool break in the middle of the day, uh, unless it's a really short trip, and we might only do that once or twice. But uh, you need that break, especially you know we're all except for the wife, we're all pool people anyway. Sharon just likes to hang out and get some color, so she doesn't mind it. But I I got to be cool. I got to be in that water. 
That was actually my number one thing is just don't push yourself, especially during the summer. If you have kids too, you don't want to go ahead and make them cranky. Go ahead, go to the park if you want, but don't spend all day there. In the middle of the day, go back to the pool, go back to the hotel, take a pool day, just go back to the hotel room, get refreshed with some air conditioning, lay down, relax for a little bit, and then go back out um, a couple of hours later. Yeah, so like along with that, like the one thing I would say is that make sure you eat lots of ice cream treats, cold treats, and only citrus swirls, because <laughs> those are the best thing for you in the summer heat. They're healthy too. They are healthy. Yeah, I think you're forgetting what comes before the citrus swirl. I still with. No, actually, see, because we're before D, so. And, and and when you walk into the park, the citrus swirls first, so. It comes before. How about what comes out after the scissors swirl if you have lactose intolerant? Mm, you don't want to know about that. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> and on that note, radio. <laughs> radio. <laughs> Matt, help so us. Back, back to me now. Yeah. Um, make sure you pack plenty of sunscreen. Uh, actually, just saw where the TSA will allow you to actually carry full-size bottles uh, in your carry-on now. So, oh wow, uh, that's um, a big thing, especially uh, once you get down there. If you don't want to pay, I don't know, fifty dollars or something like that for a thing of sunscreen, and for some reason, I've been to other parts of Florida in July, but something about Disney World, you feel like you're like three inches from the sun no matter where you are so you don't want to get down there on your first day and get completely fried and then have to deal with you know sunburn with the rest of your trip or kids that get sunburned and have to deal with it the rest of the trip yep exactly i think um and it isn't my turn i apologize if i'm jumping out of turn here so um i think another thing that you can do to beat the heat um especially you know again it depends on which park you're at but find those attractions that have really good ac and seating and uh cooling being able to cool off for instance if you are in the magic kingdom uh one of the best places to go to cool off is inside the carousel progress because uh, that's a nice long 20 minute show gets you out of the heat um, and uh, just be careful not to nap because it's an amazing uh, attraction. It's one of my favorites. Um, but uh, same thing, if you're in Epcot, you could do uh, some of the shows like the, uh, in, the, the, in the World Showcase, like Impressions de la France, or if you're over at the O Canada. Um, Impressions de la France, you actually can sit down some of the other places you're going to be standing up. So, you know, just keep that in mind. And, uh, you know, just finding those places where you can go get out of the heat. Um, it, that's great. Uh, and Epcot is full of that. Uh, you know, you have, you know, the, the, uh, live, the, the seas pavilion, the land pavilion, um, you, you know, so plenty of places to go. Hollywood studios. It's not as easy. You have one man's dream you can go into, but, uh, you know, um, and then of course animal kingdom always feels 20 degrees hotter than anywhere else in Orlando. Um, I, I don't know what science is behind it, but, uh, it always feels hotter. Yeah, it's one of those things where you have to try to. Sometimes you, especially when it's like a hundred degrees out, you need 
a two minute cool off and air conditioning just isn't going to do it. So, you know, whether it's, I know it's a little harder right now, whether it's you know, walking through a gift shop and, and taking your time, sometimes that helps a bit, but the living seas pavilion is probably one of the best ones that just hang out and cool off just because there's no rush to get out of there. And there's, and your scenery is always changing watching the fish swim by and it's relaxing too. So it'll lower your blood pressure. So it's good for your health. <laughs> I love how this has turned into a, a, a healthy show. Yes, it has. Um, so I would say give the water parks a chance. I'm not, it's um, Right now, you don't have to do a park reservation, so you don't have to worry about you know, picking a day for a water park. You could just buy a ticket and um, show up to the park any day you want. Uh, I know Blizzard Beach is open right now, and before the summer starts, Typhoon Lagoon is supposed to be opening up. So um, that'll keep you, that'll definitely keep you cool. You get not hitting a water park. Yeah, we used to always um, hit at least one of the water parks, and it can get you know pretty steamy in there towards you know noontime, mid afternoon. Uh, but at least you have the water to kind of you know break it off, and you kind of figure out where you can go to hit some of the attractions where the the water seems a little bit. Uh, colder than some of the other places, so that's that's definitely a good thing to do. Right. The one thing I, I'm hey. gonna go ahead. No, no, no you're fine. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say one thing I think is is a great thing to have on a hot day is one of those misting fans. Whether you're buying it from Disney or you're bringing it from home, they do come in handy, and it does help to keep you cool just that few degrees that you need just to to regulate your body temperature. Yeah, uh, one of I'll, my one of my picks were actually the not the mist and pit fan, and also the coolant towel. The cooling. Yeah, towel. I was going to say. Yeah, I was going to say the coolant towels. Those things um, come in, you know, very handy. When I was uh, down there, uh, dopey a couple years ago, January, it turned out extremely hot, and they were handing them out, and they were a lifesaver. I'll say that. Yeah, I was actually thinking about picking up a couple of them myself while we're down there using them. Yeah, it's, be- it's best to buy it on Amazon. Don't wait until you get to the park. Because well, I was going to hit Walmart out. So, yeah, well, I'm talking to the audience, Sean. It's not oh, all about you. Right? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But, I mean, yeah, in- anywhere. Just don't wait until you get you into the park. Don't buy the park. Right. Well, like everything. <laughs> if you need something like that, <laughs> buy it before you get in the park. Definitely. Yep. <laughs> I would say, um, you know, another, another tip, um, you know, especially because you are in the heat and you've got that sun beating down on the pavement and reflecting back up onto you. Um, you can really dehydrate yourself easy. And I think that that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand is you want to keep drinking water. Um, and you know, yes, it's hotter than, you know, you know, Hades outside in, in July, August, um, when you're there, but um, you want to keep hydrating. And um, one of the things a lot of people might not know is you can get free water at any of the counter service locations you're going to walk up to. And um, in, you're never within, you're never, I mean, a couple minutes away from somewhere where you can get free water. Now, I can't promise you the water you get everywhere is going to taste great. Um, so just be careful of that because, uh, you know, that Florida water, um, sometimes the fountain water is not as good. Uh, but 
you don't have to shell out the money for bottled water. Um, one of my favorite things to do is go get water in any of the Starbucks locations inside the parks uh, because they use filtered water. Um, and uh, usually I bring my own refillable water bottle into the park uh, and keep that, you know, kind of like one of those um, insulated cups that way or bottles you can get. You can get those at Walmart or Amazon. Um, so <laughs> your, your choice. Um, but uh, they're, they're very good to have. Um, and, and we even bring uh, our own water. We'll bring water and stick it into the freezer part of the fridge. And we freeze a couple bottles and then overnight and then put them in our bags too. So that they're still kind of frozen. So we can, we can drink those. So hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Definitely it will help. If you I'll have to deal with the humidity and the heat of Florida, doesn't matter what the Florida th water tastes like, you're going to drink it. It's yep. free. You're going to drink it. Oh, yes. Ice cold oh, yes. water. Forget it. <laughs> I'll say it's also a good thing you're talking about freezing the water bottles. I, I normally you know, carry the uh, backpack with me everywhere I go. And when those are frozen water bottles start to kind of thaw out a little bit, it keeps your back cold. So it kind of serves dual purposes. Yes. Yes. Brian, you got another one? Matt? Yeah, so um, I would say this is not about the heat or anything, but if you want lower crowds, the best time to actually go is in August. You know, if you, it depends on if you... I think Florida, their school year starts around August, but other, other states, they start around September. So if you have a late starting of school for your kids, go in August, less, less crowds, and um, yeah, that's that's pretty important you get a rise a lot faster you have to deal with the 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 crowds in the park yeah that's it's a good point the closer you get to labor day the better it is mm -hmm. yeah, kids have their full sports and they you know they're back to school they don't want to get back on their sleep schedules so they usually try to avoid going to um disney around in august yep so the, you also you know, say so you also get to deal with the fun of uh hurricane season right yes yep my last thing I have is like a twosome. One, Matt was jokingly saying it that, but light colored clothing. The other thing is that uh, your shoes will make a difference in the hot Florida sun. So because the pavement gets hot, sometimes wearing um, heavy socks or, or socks in general are gonna make you sweat a little bit more as opposed to thinner socks and no socks. Um, depending on the type of shoes that you have. So sometimes maybe flip-flops or, or sandals are a better option for you. Or the other thing you could do is switch out your socks in the middle of the day and it'll cut down on friction if you're prone to blisters or you might not know if you're prone to blisters, uh, that that could happen because your feet are getting so hot from the pavement. If you choose to go the sockless option, uh, do whoever you're staying in the room with a favor and give them fair warning when you go to take your shoes yes. off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, yep. Yeah, and, and, I, and I would also kind of piggyback on that too is, you know, you're, you're dressing appropriately for the, the heat because I'm going to tell you this right now. Um, you know, if you're going and you're going to wear denim um, in the summer, more power to you. Uh, <laughs> Because it's going to be bad. Um, I think, uh, and I know, you know, there are some people that can pull it off, but I am not one of those people. And if you see my picture, you'll know why. 
um, because it's just not going to end well. Um, and that won't be a long park day for me or a week. Uh, so just, uh, just keep that in mind. Uh, you know, you, you want to dress comfortably, you know, and, and then, you know, obviously, you know, there's not one right way to dress in the parks, but at the same time, you know, just be very mindful about that. And, you know, the, the clothing choice that you choose because, you know, you're constantly perspiring. That's for sure. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I would say. Brian doesn't wear shorts. Nope. Speedo. Oh, you wear, he wears jeans in the parks. Even if it's like 90 degrees. Crazy. Thermal. I wear thermals. Sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> now I have a bonus one. I have a bonus one right here. This is very important advice. If you don't like the heat, don't go to Florida. <laughs> it's true. Don't go to Disney. Just don't go to Florida. Don't don't go during the summer. Look into Disneyland yeah. in California. It's the humidity is not as bad, and you're still getting your Disney fix. It's true. It's and you can't. You know, everybody always says, "When's the?" You know, I want to go when it's not hot. Well, you know, there are no guarantees that it's not going to be hot when you go, uh, because you know, as you guys probably can attest to this, you know, you've been. And what was supposed to be the off time for being hot, and it's been hot, you know. So if the heat, I think the best time is January through like April, maybe even yeah. May sometimes. But you know, I know some kids, some uh, parents have kids, and they don't want to take them out of school and all. So that's understandable. Maybe if you could deal with the crowds, the Easter spring break, even though that's so it's very crowded, but you have to worry about the heat. Yep. You can hire a fanboy, you know. There you go. A true don't wanna, fan don't boy. Don't want to hold that umbrella for you. You can do that. Exactly. All right. Anybody got anything else? Or I'm going to go ahead and close it up. All right. Uh, that's my cue, I, I guess. Nothing. I got nothing. Okay. So that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at KingdomStrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at MousePros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check out our store at RedBubble.com slash TikiTalkPodcast. And you can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook and at Channel Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. And you can leave us a message on the Tiki Hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. It's 256-469-8454. And if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on social media in different places with different names. So if you really want to find me, you're going to have to look. I mean, that's all I can tell you. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram at mholly579. You can find me on all social media at Brian Tesseroni. That's T-E-S-O-R-O-N-I. No nine this time. No nine. O-N-I. And you can find me chilling in the carousel of progress out of the heat or over at Twitter at DisneyDad23. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great Uh, big beautiful beautiful tomorrow. tomorrow. And tomorrow. Okay. Man has a dream of flying oh cars. Start. He, he followed this dream with mine and heart. 
And when it comes to reality, and the dream comes true for you and me, there's a great big beautiful, big, beautiful tomorrow. Shining at the end of every day, there's a great, great, great big, big beautiful, beautiful tomorrow. Just, Just a dream. You could get that single on iTunes right now if you want. I was waiting for someone to do the high part, like at the very end. Wishes! No, not that one. <laughs> uh, special thanks to Steve for the news this week. Make sure you check out Disney Diary for all your Disney news. And with that being said, Alan, please save us and end the show. Yay. We need another song to sing now. <laughs> I'm in the shower. I'm singing. <laughs> Matt, sing something for us. Now is the time. Now, now is the, the best time. Now, now is, is the, the best time of your, your life. I don't know the other mm. word. Exactly. And again, <laughs> we will figure it out. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have to learn the new uh, "Happily Ever After" song. Come there's on, new, there's Who, a new who's one? gonna sing the girl part? Yeah. I don't know it. I don't know. Matt knows it. No, I do not. No? No. Why? Why? Um, Why? Because I've only Why? seen that show twice, maybe? Yeah, I've only seen it a couple times. And it's not as catchy as... <gasps> Wishes! Yes! <laughs> yes. I miss wishes. Me Not too. I miss nighttime shows. Period. Yeah.